What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the R&R Potter Film. I'm your host, Len Rodriguez, and always with me is Cody Repass. How you doing, man? I'm sad. I know. We, I know. We have, we have reached the end. Yep, yep. We have definitely reached the end of Shark Week. But hey, it was a hell of a week. We got to see a lot of good movies. Well, I got to see all of them but this one. So the reason why I'm on the show today is I just wanted to make sure that, um, you know, I let Cody do his thing. And I also wanted to just, you know, give my opinion on um, what he says, like basically like kind of ask him some questions and things. So we're going to keep this cool, casual, and we're going to get right into it. So I'm going to let you go. What's some of the goods about the, the movie Bait? So for me, I enjoyed it a lot about this movie i actually have zero bad and zero ugly so i'm i'm gonna talk the good about this movie because i want people to watch it but if you haven't i am going to talk spoilers because a lot of the good is complete spoilers so i highly suggest you go see this movie and come back and listen to me ramble on about it because I rewatched it the other day for the second time, and I'll go ahead and tell you right now, it's my second favorite shark movie. It overtook The Shallows. For me, on rewatch, I really, really enjoyed it. And kicking things off is you get smart characters. You don't get retarded kids that are just being stupid and horny and just want to do anything, and then they get killed. You don't get that in this movie. You get smart characters that once the tsunami hits and everyone's trapped in the supermarket, which another thing, the set for this movie, I don't know what the budget was, but the set for this movie is phenomenal. And the acting is okay, but the characters in this movie are so good and you get such quality with all of them. They all have a reasoning behind what they're doing. And a little plot synopsis. People come in as the movie's starting to rob the supermarket. Well, the tsunami hits. Everyone merges together because, hey, there's a shark. And now we have to survive. So you've got, like, the manager, you've got a worker, a disgruntled worker, who, at the very first of the movie, you see one of his friends die from a shark attack. And it kind of pulls him away, and he's down in the dumps. Then you've got a couple girls, you've got the robbers all together, and then you've got people in the parking garage that are also in there and now their vehicle is underwater but the top of their vehicle isn't so they see a shark coming and it's just the way it's shot and the way it's done it's just really well done and then like i said before the characters they're smart they they do stuff that's innovative like the stuff that's floating around they're building stuff to take on the shark they're building stuff to restore the power they're building stuff to do this and that and try and not only kill the shark but make sure everyone survives and of course it's a shark movie so everyone doesn't survive but that's the first good right off the bat is the characters are not just mentally 
Like they're not just mental where they you're just like, okay, all these kids are going to die. We've got two people we care about. Nope. You're you from the start. You're like, okay, I don't want like five of these people to die. And and I really, really enjoyed that. Awesome. Uh, So the movie was made for 20 million dollars, U.S. dollars. It was a uh, movie that was a joint production for the Australian and an Australian and a Singaporean um, director, writer, um, team, um, which is really cool, uh, that they, they, they did that. And like, you know, the, it was also a 3d movie at one point, which is really cool. There's a yeah. lot of the like about this from just hearing what you said with the, with the synopsis and like how it's, you know, innovative and there are dumb characters. I think that's more, most important when it comes to these kinds of movies. Um, so yeah, go ahead. And I'm, I'm sorry for rambling and bouncing back and forth, but on on the characters going bouncing off that there is some gnarly awesome kills in this movie there one kill in particular uh the manager is he's climbing up into the the air vent and it breaks loose and all these spiders start crawling all over his hands and they're falling into the water and the guy, he's dangling o- over the water and the shark jumps up and grabs his bottom torso and just bites him in half. Jeez, that's awesome. And that's one of the kills that's just awesome. And then uh, our, our main character from the beginning, of course, you see you see him right at the beginning so you know he's going to be one of our main characters at the end. He uses a shotgun to kill the shark. <laughs> Like, he's laying on his back, and the shark's coming at him, and the shark goes to bite at him, and he pushes the shark up and just shoots the shotgun through the shark's bottom jaw, and it just blows him out the top, like, blows his brains out. But that is not the best kill in this movie, and it's not even a kill. There is a kid in this movie that they rig up with this... I don't even know how to say it. It's like an oxygen tank, but he's got cart baskets on him to defend him from the shark like it's their own homemade shark cage. And then he has this tube that has so many feet to it that they're holding on top of the shelves where they're, where they're stranded. And they're they're that way he has oxygen so he can breathe underwater and he's walking to get the power turned on underwater and he gets about 10 steps away and he doesn't have any more uh any more uh, any more uh tube left the the guy that's holding it he has no more room or else he'll be in the water so the kid starts shedding all of his uh all of his protection all the cage gear he lets the tube go, turns the power on, and then it pans away, and everyone's cheering, and it pans back, and the kid drowned. The shark didn't kill him. It just, uh, like a traumatizing death. It was a heroic death. Like it was. You don't get those kind of deaths in shark movies. You usually just get the kills, but 
for this movie to do something as ballsy and awesome as that, like that's a superhero death, like, and and it was it was really really well done. I I was sitting there, I I had forgotten about it, and I was watching it, and I almost wanted to start clapping. Nice, nice. Um, let me ask you this too. So you say it was uh, just as good, or I mean, it, it took over the shallows for you. Um, well, with that being said, if the shallows ending didn't happen the way it did and it, end, and it ended it the way that you really wanted it to, would shallows still be number two or, or bait? Yes. Still? Okay. All right. Shallows would be number two and shallows would probably be number two forever because I had that movie pegged at four and a half stars all the way up until the final five to seven minutes of that movie. Uh, and I, I, this movie doesn't get it doesn't even get in the four territory but it, it is better than the shallows for me because of the shallows ending I have no negative to say about this movie apparently Australia is the place to go for shark movies now now granted the reef wasn't all it could be but it had its hands tied for what it could be this movie the handcuffs were off they could do whatever they wanted. And like you said, they, they originally made this movie in 3D. And there's some 3D aspects that are pretty freaking cool in the movie that you don't have to have 3D, of course, because it's just called bait now. But there's some 3D aspects that are pretty awesome. The sharks look good enough for, for what kind of movie it was. It's not a huge budget, anything like that. But... It's just a movie that I would recommend for any shark fan, especially if you haven't seen it. It is well, well, well worth a watch at least once. Getting into the score, because I've talked about this movie long enough, I am giving it 3.75. I almost gave it a 4. I really, really did. On the rewatch, a lot of stuff come out at me. I had it at a 3.5 on my first watch. It come up 0.25, almost a half a star. I really, really enjoyed it a lot more the second time because I caught a little bit more. And the story isn't too far-fetched. I mean, tsunamis happen. It's kind of like Crawl. It was like the perfect storm for a, a creature feature. But I'm giving it a 3.75, and I rarely ever stray away from my 0.5 scale metric. But... This one, it, it it's better than a three point five. So, but it's not quite on a four level for me. So I'm giving it a three point seven five. You sir, tell them what's coming up. Or well, you just promote everything, uh, our Twitter and everything, and then I'll tell them what's coming up here in a minute. There. I gotta take a break. <laughs> there you go. Well, um, you can find us on Twitter and Stardust and Letterbox at RR Film Pod. There's gonna be a T-shirt store coming out, a better one, with our new design, yeah. with our new logo, and a couple other designs coming soon. Um, T Public just, I bought, I bought our shirt, and I just wasn't a fan. And so, I mean, hey, we may have a shirt store by the time this goes up. Yes. So, so we got a lot coming up, and we're excited. And uh, you know we're gonna be um, able. Go ahead, you t- you take it away because I, I I like when we both do this. I'm sad. Why I, are you sad? I, I just uttered the final sentence 
for Shark Week extravaganza. But August is here. We have some insane content. We're going back to our our weekly show. While I've loved doing a show every day, it has put a toll on my body. I am ready to do one a week unless there's a new release. And luckily in August, we have a couple. We are going to review Good Boys and we're going to review Ready or Not. That movie looks awesome. Uh, I have very, very high hopes for that. And just letting you guys know, by September, our new releases and our trailer reviews will be on YouTube. So get ready for that. Our first video on YouTube is going to be our It Chapter 2 review. But I'm getting a little too far ahead of myself. In August, we've got movie reviews once a week. Like I said, we're going to do Booksmart, which was awesome. The Town. Ooh, I can't wait to talk about that one. Summer of 84. I know G really likes that movie, so I'm anxious to talk about that one. And we're going to talk Gravity with Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. A movie, I love space movies, so I'm all in on that one. We've got so much stuff coming. We're we're kind of hinting around at a Patreon. You may have seen the tweet by now. I mean, you guys are in the future from where we are right now, so who knows? Yeah, you might have already... You might have listened to this in like October or November. We might already have one, so you never know. But uh, thank you so much for listening to us and, and giving us your time. I know we put out some short shows, but I feel like any more than 30 minutes or more, um, you know, 30 minutes or less is perfect. 30 minutes or more might be a little redundant when we're talking about one movie, unless it's like we're doing a series retrospect or something like that. Thank you either way for listening to us, subscribing to us and 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 tweeting with us and or tweeting with Cody. I tweet rarely on there, but I need to start doing that because I just did see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and I, I'm anxious to talk about that with everyone. I know our boy Tim out there really liked it. So, um, but yeah, that's all the time we have. I'm Glenn Rodriguez. I'm Cody Repass. And you've been listening to the R&R Pot of Film. We'll see you at the movies. See you there. <laughs>